Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the weekly reviews that we have here going on at the Comics Pals. I'm joined this week by Tyler. Hey, it's me again. I'm not getting married again, so yes, it's that's why I'm, I'm here now. On this I'm here. I'm on. I'm on. I'm ready. I didn't get con crud. I'm good to go. How'd you? How'd you fare? Uh, I got sick before the con, so I was. I, I know. <laughs> I, I was the origin of the con crud. So if you got mm. sick, you can thank me. Uh, patient zero. You should anybody petting Marco's hair during the uh, <laughs> during New York Comic Con this year. You better uh, get a test. It's not that. It's not that. It's, it's also not that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's transferred that way, Marco. Um, sure. Honestly, no, I'm not sure. So <laughs> I'm just going off what the Catholic Church told me, <laughs> because uh, that's where I got my sex ed growing up. <laughs> so did I, and Let's, apparently I've been living in sin. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah, it's, um, that's New York Catholic school for you. <laughs> Well, thank you all for tuning in. Um, as I mentioned at the top, this is part of our weekly review series. We do these and they drop every Thursday. Our image reviews drop every Wednesday that we also do. Um, we didn't have any books to read this week, thank God, because we had such a packed, uh, yeah. <laughs> we had such a packed uh, show this weekend with New York Comic Con. And uh, speaking of New York Comic Con, definitely stay tuned for all of the interviews coming out of that. We're up right now, we have uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson, uh, Tony Shavoni. Uh, Tony, Tony, you got it. There you go. Yeah, Tony Shavoni. Shavoni. Uh, I believe it's it's either. Is it? I've heard I've heard Shavoni before. So, also Tony Shavoni is fun to say. <laughs> I'm is. like I, I I'm like I, I'm pretty sure it's his real name, but like it's also a good wrestling name. Like <laughs> it is. It is. You gotta yeah. get the the same sounds always work. Yeah, exactly. Um, but definitely go tune that in. Uh, tune into that. I think by the time this comes out, we should have. Scott Snedder up, and I'm saying that because I'm going to be doing the editing on that one tonight um, for that. So definitely stay tuned. Uh, it was a huge interview with Greg Capullo as well. We were super excited to be able to talk to him. Um, again, a big thank you to all the Comixology people who helped us uh, organize that so we can actually get a chance uh, at bat with him. And uh, stay tuned. At bat. Because they're the Batman team. That's right. <laughs> you're, you're just right. You're a pro with this now. You just you know what you're doing. You don't even got to think about it. You'd, you'd think after five years, I'd figured it out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I would I would fucking hope so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so stay tuned. Keep an eye on, on our YouTube channel. It's YouTube uh, slash The Comics Pals. And um, also just keep a lookout on anything regarding our social media. We'll also be blasting it out there. Also uh, on Twitter, The Comics Pals, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok even, The Comics Pals. We're trying to make that a thing. Oh, you're on the Tiki Talk. Yeah, I'm trying to make it a thing at least. Oh, nice, nice. You doing uh, you doing TikTok dances on there? Uh, no, we're just reposting uh, uh, audio. Okay, all right. The platforms right. for. Okay, is the, I mean you're right, you're right. Uh, but there's a lot of other weird stuff on there, so I'm saying there's a lot of weird stuff there. Um, don't look at my uh, my generated for you page. That is, <laughs> I won't talk about it here. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think the Matt's for you page is like? Uh, well, I mean, if mine consists, mine, mine literally consists of all right now. It's a lot of berries and cream videos. Uh-huh. Um, uh, no, no, specifically girls spitting at the camera. I'm like, what did I like <laughs> for that that to happen? And then uh, uh, it's really <laughs> gross body part stuff. There's like people with like no ligaments and their arms just flailing their arms around. Uh, it's it's very I don't know man I did something wrong I I 
I messed up an algorithm somewhere. It's, but you know, I, I, maybe I got to stop liking these things. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Keep it. Cause then it's going to keep catering it away from those things. Yeah. Maybe I just, I need some comics pal stuff on there to kind of be a palate cleanser, you know? You do. And if you want more yeah. Comics Pal stuff, definitely tune into our podcast every single Monday. We talk about the industry. We talk about news. We talk about all the biggest books. Um, and no, e- no e-girls spitting on you on the Comics Pals Monday shows. No, no. no e-girls. You got to wait till Thursday for that. <laughs> <laughs> got to wait till Thursday or you support us enough so that we get the only fans going i know people have been i think i think, I, I think it's, it's patreon i think people use patreon for that kind of what patch I, i'm unfamiliar uh, okay i think you're uh we'll, we'll talk about platforms later but <laughs> um and yeah definitely send us in any questions that you have we didn't get a chance to answer questions for um last week on this week's show it was just jam-packed so we are doing a larger question portion within this week's episode so definitely tune in send us an email at the uh the comics at gmail.com or shoot us a message you know wherever it makes sense instagram uh twitter and the discord join the discord lots of fun i want happening. i'm not on the show on saturday but i want you to read a, a question or a comment from tiktok let's get some tiktok engagement going on there we should I, we've done yeah. it maybe once but we need to get you know what before we get tiktok engagement we need to put out tiktok content Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, and speaking of content, I want to start off the this in the, these these reviews. So we have a few books. Um, a Dark Horse book. Uh, no one left to fight. Um, it's we, the, the first Dark Horse book in these week weekly. It might be. It might be since we we've only been doing this one for we haven't been doing this one as long. So I no, I can no. only assume. Yeah. Um, but definitely stay tuned for uh, Batman, the imposter uh, X-Men, and then the grand finale of strange adventures, which we'll be talking about, uh, which was quite the doozy, but to start off, uh, no one left to fight two deuce dose two, two, number one. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't realize that it was a two, and then a number one. It's so- a two as well. Number one. Yeah, it's it's a thing. Uh, I recommended this because it is uh, pretty. Okay, <laughs> I was good. That was my first question. Literally, Tyler asked to read this. Why? So, so I, I actually asked to read this because I did. I did read the first volume of this, and it's, it's really um. And I can maybe fill in some gaps for you that yes. might make sense. Please. Um, it's so this is by uh, Aubrey Sitterson and uh, Fico Osio, uh, Ra- Rochelle Avia. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking of it. Yeah, color by Rochelle uh, Avia and letters by Taylor Esposito. Um, this is like Sitterson's kind of take on like weird like dragon ball z shonen manga in an american way um these oh. characters like your main character um vale is a it's a it, he's like a childlike goku kind of figure it's really dragon ball it, it's super dragon ball on this um whereas the other guys like his vegeta counterpart and there's this girl they grew up with together that um the uh, i forget the, the vegeta guy's name i'm in my head i'm like oh it's vegeta and goku uh, tamor timor uh, timor yeah 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 he, it's his wife and it's like a bulma thing you know where it's there's a lot of analogs to it but it, it's kind of got this really stylized look to it that is not 
anime really <laughs> it's this weird fantasy i don't even know how to describe it um it's like what plato uh creatures dream about is that that doesn't make any sense that <laughs> it's interesting because like now that you're pointing these things out i can see the influence yeah even in like the hover machine thing that mm-hmm. you're writing in the first few pages like i'm like oh i can see yeah that. And the big thing is that there, there is nobody left to fight this Goku guy or, or, um, or Vale in this. He's so strong that there's no bad guys anymore. He's kind of eradicated them all. Um, but now he's dying and he doesn't know why. Mysterious. And yeah. And then he's kind of been holding it, like, like not telling anyone about it. So this is leaving off. Like they just found out that he's dying. Uh, and what are they going to do about it? Um, I will say, I don't think um, with a giant number one on the cover and also a giant number two on the cover. So um, it is, you might as well have just been issue six or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, It's not new reader. It's hard to say new reader friendly when this is a a five issue, like create your own thing. Like it's, it's, you can read one trade and catch up, but. It's not that it's not reader friendly. I think there's just context that gets lost. Like I think yeah. the the issue itself, I think it did a good job of telling me who the characters were, which I appreciated. Um, it and it, it did a good job of getting me. I'm okay. Oh, this is the central conflict. I have no context for who these people are, for their dynamic, and really? for the 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 plot. But in this issue, it communicated all of that to me. Yeah, you get the di- you can get the dynamic out of the issue. Right. Um, yeah, because I think it's been like a year since it's come out. So even I was, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm trying to like catch up in it, and I think it, it does well at that it's a good catch up issue. Um, but like recap page, <laughs> what's uh, there's there's an art to the recap page that it's like nobody cares about anymore. <laughs> I, I love a good recap page. It would have helped out immensely because. I so even in the second page, the second page, yeah, the second page, right? So the first page is this little one page, uh, yeah, sort of full spread, and then the second page has these flashbacks, and I only know that they're flashbacks because I've been reading comics long enough to know, oh, when it's black and white, and we're and we're introduced to this random character, juxtaposed to somebody like looking like they're thinking, it's a memory. If, it's if also, I, like, yeah, yeah, I, I would not have known. Coloring helps there too. So yes, that exactly. that works a lot. This reminds me of like a lot of like back when like in in uh geez, am I I have the Weeb channel on the the Comics Files Discord muted, but this reminds me of like when like Sasuke would flashback in in Naruto and like things would be oh, a sure. little a little different in, in like the anime where like things look a little cloudier, a little mistier. Um so it kind of has it is, it is, and it is cool to see like how a colorist can make that, you know, story beat. Cause if, if it's black and white, you can't tell right. really. I mean, I mean, maybe you can, but then the inking would, would control that. So it really is about shading coloring here. That really tells the story. And I think that, um, Fico here does a really good job. Um, cause the, if, if you're saying that it's that, you know, it's a dragon ball esque sort of, world and it's inspired by that you you can see it even in in timor's hair right where it's flapping around oh, yeah. as yeah. the sharp angles and then you got the the goggles which remind me of uh ty from digimon and all that stuff you know th- there's just there are things here that are callbacks the uh the hair on krista like th- there's just so much there that are identifiers for the style that work to be pretty cool um 
And honestly, I think if if I had context for this, this looks like it would like it was a fun story. Yeah, it, it it's it's dumb fun. That's the way I describe. Like I can describe it. Yeah. Um, it's dumb fun and it's really good looking. Uh, the coloring is that's crazy. Yeah, the, it is. I don't even know if I could pinpoint it. I mean, there's a lot of cool colors in it, and by cool, I mean tone, not like I think it's cool looking. But like, there's a lot of blues, a lot of purples, pinks. Contrast. There's a lot this of is, contrast. This is uh, like if you took uh, bisexual lighting, the comic book um, <laughs> is essentially what this is. Um, the the emphasis I think on like, so you get this one slug looking dude. Oh, small slurp. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that one. It's a <laughs> fictional character, so I feel free to butcher it. But, <laughs> but like his, even in the designs, right? He's green, and he's wearing his shell is all purple or some variation of like this redder hue. Yeah. Um, when it looks like Tor, I think, or or Tay, Tay rather the 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 girl that I'm presuming to be, um, their daughter. She, her hair yeah. is blue, yep. but when she powers up, it's all pink. Because again, you're using those contrasting colors to be able to really um, pop, have them pop against against one another. Yeah, it reminds me of like me being in like the fifth grade googling Super Saiyan Super Saiyan Ten Goku or something. Seeing <laughs> yeah. some fan art, like "Yo, this is the coolest shit ever!" But you know, this is fun. I, I'm I like uh, something you know simple but effective here, and I think this book's pretty effective at it. Yeah. Very much so. Um, I think if I think if I yeah if I had the context here, this would be just like a fun you know, you're just kind of going through it romp. Yeah, it's a good romp. Um, also, um, have- also hold on, hold on. There is a a uh, tentacle little squid uh, yeah. sidekick uh, character. So just throwing it out. You know, you know the you know the you know the gang I'm part of. So. <laughs> I I, I kind of want to wanted him to like wanted him to do a little bit more. I like the little no, he doesn't guys. Talk. This is cute. He reminds me of like um oh man I uh, I don't know uh, I'm trying to think of like the, those characters in anime that don't really talk like um is it They're just like who's, the who's companions yeah like Yajirobe had like the cat guy and yeah then I forget. Um, I forget. I forget. Mo- was it Momo from Avatar? Sure, sure. That's a blind spot for me, but I do know that's the little bad guy. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have the cultural awareness of that one, so I'm more of a more of a blue Avatar kind of fan. So. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're like young a... and tall and stepping on you. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, according to TikTok, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, it's spitting on you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no comment. Speaking of Tyler's dreams, let's move into the next book with uh, X Men, number four okay. by Jerry Duggan and Ooh, uh, Javier Pina, who uh, is joining the book for the first time, and we get to experience the X Men in, in effectively their the dream world because they get visited by Nightmare, which uh, I thought was a pretty fun concept. I love Nightmare, man. I was gonna ask. I've I, I have no. I've never seen this character before. I was gonna ask if if this is uh, like, dude. Nightmare. Nightmare is great. He's um, I would say a Doctor Strange villain primarily. Uh, he's I've seen him in a lot of other stuff. Uh, he was in Avengers Initiative. His son is Trauma, which is one of my favorite, like Z Z list Marvel characters. Um, 
but yeah, he's just is trauma the one that gets all can, like, the spikes over them and and no, that's penance, who is also oh, speedball, which yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're right, you're right in my alley though. Like this is my <laughs> shit right there. A trauma's thing was like he could turn into your greatest fear, but he's also he was like a therapist a bit, but he had like his emo hair right when I was in high school. I was like, yeah, I, I, I like that guy. You're just yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> For those of you that didn't see, I did a hair flip. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Nightmare is, think of in a way, uh, Dream of the Endless, if he was uh, a crazy villain, sure. uh, you know, that's it, probably the the simple way of describing it. Um, I think it's just cool that this was a one shot. This was a Halloween one shot, which is yeah. what it was, which did not expect X-Men to be doing in their fourth issue. Um, which is probably why we don't have, you know, nothing against Javier Pina, but this is like a one shot fill in book, which is, is, uh, is he not taking over the book now? I, I, I don't know. I thought, I uh, Laraz was no longer going to be on, um, on this. I don't keep track of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to quickly double check, but yeah, no, I, yeah. So this is, it's just a fun little one shot. It's, it's nightmare. Um, now that he now that dr strange is spoiler dead kind of what who knows i don't really know <laughs> read uh read death of dr strange number one and or, uh or go listen to our review exactly yep yep but that i was not there for um but yeah so so now that he's taking he's taking advantage of that and he's just strolling around new york city giving everyone nightmares and he and he kind of flies past the um the x-men treehouse is that what they call it now yeah yeah, so he flies in and then he gives he tries to give the X Men nightmares and it quickly backfires on him because he tried getting into Jean Grey's mind, which doesn't work. Not smart. I think this is a this is a it's it brings like a cool little non traditional X Men villain to the X Men. Like I could not tell you if Nightmares ever in, encountered the X Men before. Um, they, they don't, they, they kind of, uh, frequent different, uh, different spaces. Um, and it's also like a, just a quick little good Jean Grey story. Yeah. It's fun. It, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a fun story. I think you get to see little bits of each of the characters. Um, you know, the things that scare them, which makes sense for a Halloween issue. Yeah. And Cyclops is fucked. <laughs> Yo, that was so crazy. He's he, he's the leader that doesn't want to make sure that wants to always be sure he can lead. Yeah, yeah, and then they talk about like he's never there for Nathan either. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, it's he's I love Cyclops. He's yeah, Cyclops is a mess. I love him so much. Cyclops is like top three favorite characters for did me. You, did you see there was a there was a moment where it was like oh Cyclops was wrong or something. Yeah, in a little coffin yeah, in front of a burning Krakoa. <laughs> yeah. Dude needs to get some like melatonin or something. Jeez. <laughs> he needs so he needs to smoke a little bit of the tree. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, wait, okay. Side note, what do you think they're growing on Krakoa? Like <laughs> they probably Black Tom Cassidy's probably got like a little operation going on the side, doesn't he? He it, but it's like it's like more powerful than anything else that's been planted because they can like genetically grow iterations of it over the course of five minutes but like would they, i guess they wouldn't need to be under the radar either because like they don't they want for nothing there yeah exactly so like whatever yeah it's gonna be boring eventually and, sorry i'm gonna i feel like nightcrawler right now i'm just like, <laughs> like why are we here um and, and you got the what is it the the mushroom cap head he's just fucking people up 
Oh, Dr. Nemesis. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. No. So, um, yeah, I think this is a fun one shot. I don't feel like we get a, we don't get a lot of X-Men one shots lately. It's just this mm-hmm. big overarching story that is heady and, um, has twists and turns. And like, this is just like, Hey, just read a book. Like it's just one single issue. It's fun. Halloween themed, really good, uh, cover with uh headless horseman cyclops i was really into that um it's nice to see a book actually come out that's halloween themed on time where they can actually <laughs> you know there's no scheduling issues that make it awkwardly come out you know in may or something so i don't know i thought this was fun i don't think it was great but it was fun yeah i i, th- I think um i think everything here was effective um, one of the sure. things that we've all i think mentioned in the past is that we don't always get uh, to really stick with individual characters. I think here at the very least, we got a little bit of time with Jean Grey, um, if not kind of bouncing around between her, Cyclops, and X-23 for a little bit. Uh, Wolverine, sorry, that's sorry. Wolverine, come on. Wolverine. My bad, I, I, I don't mean that. <laughs> um, but but I think I, I think even, even though we only get glimpses of that, I think because we had a bit more focus on Jean, we don't necessarily see any, like there's nothing like from a character perspective that's really being done. I think we get to see just like her in, in a good moment and kind of beating the bad guy, which is fun. And I feel like like Jean's a character where I think we need that. Like mm-hmm. she's been back for honestly not that long in terms of cal- like calendar years. And like we never really got to slow down with her. <laughs> yeah. I think we had like the giant size X-Men issue with her. Um, but even then that was her and Emma. Um, it'd be, it's nice to have just a moment to see gene do gene things and i think also it uh her doing her like gene things uh it's it's a good way to have her because i feel like she's whenever we've read some of the other books she's kind of been like on the back burner of some of the fights so to put her first here made a lot of sense yeah no i agree and 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 it it also like they, they also did that thing with Wolverine where they can kind of, even though this is a one shot, they're still kind of pushing this whole story with her in. Um, oh, it's sync. Sync. Yeah. Yes. That's you know, like that she still has fear over, you know, I, there's like one line in it. Let me, let me see if I can find the line uh, uh, where she's really become, become Wolverine now because she doesn't remember her past. Like okay. Oh, oh yeah. Moment. And so she's paralyzed at war with herself and missing her past. She truly is Wolverine. I'm like, oh, that's that's good shit. Yeah, it's good yeah. shit. I, I like how in the in the context of mm. of it, it's also that she's afraid of knowing, because I thought that was an interesting wrinkle that she's afraid of, um, knowing like how she felt. The the line there is yet she does not dare ask. She doesn't want to love him. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, because mm-hmm. you'd think. You'd think, and I'm I'm not as familiar with her character, but you'd think that that kind of connection would be something that mutants or people would want to uh, crave or clamber after. But it was interesting that for her, it's like, no, she's afraid of that kind of openness. Oh, yeah, that's a, a pretty constant with the character and, and so much that like, I don't, I don't think she's ever lo- love interest in a story before, you know, Um she's a very guarded character that's only within probably the past couple years especially with um gabby coming about that's kind of dropped her 
facade a bit, um, which is great because there's character growth in superhero comics, which is hard to come by sometimes. So mm-hmm. I feel like she's one of the, one of the really good characters lately. That's been that's been, that's been showing that. So uh, yeah, man. I mean, this book was this book was fun. It was good. It was a quick. Uh, I felt like it was a quick read, but I got like a lot out of it. Nice and spooky. Um, <laughs> a little yeah. spooky. A little spooky. What uh? What did you think? So I, I did double check. So uh, Pepe Larraz is no longer on uh, mm. this book. Seemingly uh, next issue is also Pina. But how did you think he did in terms of carrying on the art style? I mean, it's hard to follow Pepe Larraz. Let's sure. be honest, it's, <laughs> dudes. You know, one like the top tier of Marvel right now. But like, it, it, it's in that same vein. You know, it's I didn't really realize until a couple of a couple pages in. I'm like, oh, this this isn't Laraz, is it? Um, <laughs> this looks a little um, different. Well, it's not a bad thing. I mean that in, in the sense that like it's kind of keeping the the theme and the tone going. And it, it's not really like like reading a a one shot in the middle of a story and then the art completely changes style. It's a little jarring. I think this kind of continues the um continues the feel and it and it it works for this book. I liked it. Yeah, and I think there were good moments in it uh, with like effective panel use. Um, sure. One of the pages that I'm thinking of is when uh, Nightmare, you know, he's terrorizing Gene, he's terrorizing Cyclops, and then uh, he starts to do so with um, uh, with Wolverine, and then all of a sudden you see the hand like come out from off panel, and she's uh, so this is Paige. What is this? This looks like it's page 12 on the, the book. Okay. And uh, from off panel, Gene is pulling at him in the middle of his monologue. And then you get into like the next scene. I think it all flowed very, very well. Oh, yeah, that is pretty good. Yep. It, it all communicated everything super clearly. And I think that's something that Pepe Larraz is super effective of. He does it much more stylishly. But I think that in terms of the way that you communicate uh storytelling and beats this was done really well yeah i like the page where gene's really big yeah dude <laughs> super cool and and under and under that in the the following panel who do you think would love to be in uh, this is position? this is a sean book and yes. i'm kind of i'm kind of bummed he's not here for this oh, one you're right and this is this is maybe he maybe he purposely missed this one because he's like yeah i can't i can't talk about this without <laughs> revealing too much can't 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 be too horny on me <laughs> see sean so. when you make excuses to oh i need to go bond and spend time yeah, with my yeah. girlfriend or whatever okay. yeah yeah marco marco has made those excuses he knows <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no this, this is this is good it's cool give me more gene stuff you know what i would give me a gene like mini or something i really sure. like gene as a character i want to see like more of like what the fuck she's up to how how she handling all this you've been dead for decades like how do you, how does she deal with this? Especially since we have Phoenix up coming up in the Marvel universe next week. With what? Uh, Phoenix song echo. So echo is the new wielder of the Phoenix force. It's oh. a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. It's okay. pretty interesting. Uh, Phoenix is apparently Thor's mom too. It's mm-hmm. yeah. Avengers is dealing with the Phoenix now. It's not an X-Men thing. Apparently. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, good to know. The the last piece here before we hop off this one is uh, the page from Doctor Stasis and um, somebody named Faye Long who is making the an astronaut making their way to uh, the planet once formerly called Mars 
the, the planet formerly known as Mars, now Araco. And what's that about? That's the, um, so I think it was issue one. That's that like scientist or whatever who was like, yeah, I'm going to, it's essentially evil Jeff Bezos or actually that's redundant. Um, <laughs> it's, it's if, uh, if Jeff Bezos decided, you know, I'm going to be the first person to Mars, we're going to colonize Mars and the mutants did it for him and then just took Mars. So this dude's pissed. So like now he's trying to get his revenge on, um, okay. and I think this is, they've been kind of building the story in like the back matter of x-men going up to it so this is probably our big bad for the series okay, um, okay. Yeah. remember when they did they did that x-men mech suit sort of thing and in, in x-men one oh uh, okay yes 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 yeah. yes that's okay. to fight he, he sent out that thing to fight them so gotcha okay i was trying to remember who this person was yeah i don't really know what he's doing in terms of like this ruby quartz because that's what cyclops's beams are out of maybe he's trying to adapt himself to withstand each of the mutants in a way but i don't know that's what I thought was that he was trying to like somehow transform his DNA to be mutant like. Uh, he has he done that. stuff like that, yeah. Because yeah. he mentions, you know, cosmic ray harnessing and focus test one, and then he gets blasted by the ruby quartz and whatever energy is getting out of there. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, like when even the characters know that the uh, term cosmic rays can mean anything. So <laughs> give me some cosmic rays. Oh, give me something. It's like gamma. It's like gamma, cosmic rays, and apparently just spiders can just by multiple people so that's right. the marvel universe for you uh, i love my co- i love cosmic rays on my uh on my salad especially i think They're really really good hmm. cosmic rays <laughs> cosmic rays yeah it's a good brand of cereal it's is uh, that is that really no no so it's actually it, it is a restaurant in tomorrowland at disney world oh really so, yeah that's cool it's a dumb little pun but uh well Moving into the next book, the opposite of Disney, in fact, a Warner property. It, uh, oh, we're talking Looney Tunes? We, are, we read Looney Tunes? We did. Oh, we read no. Scooby-Doo and uh, Batman. I think that Scooby-Doo is happening right now. Scooby-Doo and Batman has been actually really good. Is like, it good? It's, 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 been, it's been a lot of fun. I've, I've okay, been, all right. You got good luck convincing Sean to have us read that for the show. But. Oh, it's going to be a book club. I, I can force well, that on people. That's true. You do control that. So, <laughs> No, so let's, uh, let's get to DC Black Label. I That's mean DC right. DC Bat Label, because well, no, well no no because uh, uh, Strange Adventures is a black label book. Oh yeah, that still doesn't feel right, but we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> know, we'll get so, to that. So for this one, uh, we got Batman the Imposter number one. So this is Mattson Tomlin, Andrea Sorrentino, and Jordi Belair. Jordi Belair on colors, Sorrentino on art, uh, and Matt's Tom, Mattson Tomlin Tomlin is uh, he's going to be the director. Writer, he's the writer of the new Pattinson Batman. Pattinson, yeah. Um, which this almost felt like it was like a prequel comic or something, honestly. Dude, I so like first thing out of the gate, this was cool. I I like this. So I love Andrea Sorrentino, yes. I've pretty much read every major Sorrentino book since like New 52 I Vampire, just when I first was introduced to his stuff. Oh, really. Um, yeah, it, it, he did one of the introductory, um, new 52 books, which was like the one nobody read, but it was fantastic. I did Amber. Um, yeah. Uh, and then he did like green arrow and then he did, uh, some of the, uh, secret war stuff. I think it was the old man Logan secret war stuff. It, it, it's, it's good shit. Um, but I really like this. 
Yeah, I thought this was so. interesting. Am I tired of the... I feel like I'm reading a new Batman miniseries every other week now. <laughs> um, and am I tired of it? Yes. Am I going to keep doing it? Also, yes. Uh, because there, there are... Yeah, exactly. Because I'm a fucking dummy. Um, <laughs> but like, the, even though... I can pretty much tell you every Batman story at its core is the same, but there's still some room for variation like this. Like yes. th- there's something here that I haven't read before. And I'm not sure what it is because if I try to like get to uh, every little part of this, I'm like, no, I've read that. I've read that. You know, this is like, it's the more grounded version of Batman. It's like his year two, maybe. Um, it's exactly the pitch of the new Batman movie that I felt like I've heard. <laughs> Even the characters in it are like, oh, Penguin's in this? Oh, I wonder if he's in the new Batman movie. <laughs> um, but it, it is a... I don't want I hate the term gritty. Uh, only time I want to hear the word gritty is when talking about, you know, Philadelphia sports mascots. Um, <laughs> but it is a little dirtier... Um, I think it's, it's very it, grounded. It's like it's like it is um, grounded, yeah. Floor superhero stories. Yeah, like Batman, like it doesn't even have a grappling hook in this. Because which that doesn't make sense. Time. Yeah. Yeah. But he has zip lines, which I feel like nobody's gonna notice just a giant zip line going between two buildings. Like, what's that? Why how, why is that there? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Laundry. Like I like <laughs> It's probably, you know, a, a wire connecting the power converters for something. But, but also, yeah, I, I guess, I mean, we both live near a major metropolitan area. I wouldn't question it. Like, I, don't, I don't look up, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, so this is this is interesting. And I think Sorrentino's art, like, is a, a uh, like a showcase in this. Yes. There's some really stuff. He really knows how to work with um, panel layout and panel design. And it it, it feels like it feels like every page is a splash page, even though it's paneled. Like, does that make sense? Like yes, I can have this on my wall. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like, it was like, Ooh, I can make every panel here a bat, like, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds stupid, but it's very well done in this. And it's, it, it brings a real mood to this. That is kind of eerie uh, a bit. This version of Batman is hard to read. Yes. And I think that's a good thing though. I think I think yeah. that characterization makes the character interesting because he's not going on about, oh, my mission is or oh, I need to stop this ex baddie. It's like, okay, this 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 version of of uh Batman is very much in turmoil and I think I can feel that. Um and just to comment on the the Sorrentino art my first note was literally art immediately caught my eye. Like yes, the way that the, the book just grabs your attention from the get go, literally the first page is uh, pretty much just uh, a text is the words crash with our, one of our characters, Leslie in it. I heard this page. Like, (laughs) yeah, dude. Yeah. It was was so good. Um, And it just, it, it brought you into it. And I, the moment I started reading it, I, finish it i was like holy shit i read an entire comic without like looking at my phone or looking away for a second yeah it, it's it's paced pretty damn well too yep like i, I don't know if if, if uh, uh i keep forgetting the the writer's name apologies uh madsen tomlin um has written comics before but i think like as a first issue i mean you get a little more 
real estate being black label. Mm-hmm. Yes. In terms of page count. So maybe that helps. But um, there is a nicely paced story here. And I think one of the parts of the story that actually helps it is the fact that there is no supervillain yet. Yeah. Yeah. It very much it's, so. And I guess that helps it become grounded too. It's just that it's, it's Batman. The villain is the idea of Batman. Right. His really? concepts though. Yeah. They're, still, they're still grappling with the fact that he exists. They're grappling with the fact that uh, he's doing something that's affecting the world in which the citizens of Gotham and in this case, the police force live in Yeah. Uh, until it seems like he crosses the line and then that becomes yeah. the tension. It, it, it it's, doesn't need a baddie to be able to build tension and to be able to build a conflict. Yeah. And I think the, the conflicts in this are, are kind of real world conflicts. It's, yeah. you know, the relationship between the police and Batman and how the police respond to it, but also how the rich and wealthy can kind of fund the police or like, are they overly powerful? Is Batman targeting them for that? And there's also the idea of like, Batman, it, like I think Leslie even says, you just beat up poor people. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I've been saying that for years. Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> this dude is just me- mentally. She like she like clocks him at one point. She's like, um, which she, she like diagnoses him. Uh, yeah, I gave him a laundry list of diagnoses: acute anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder, possibly on the spectrum, PTSD. Like, yeah, this dude's fucked up. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why do people look up to him? Um, so it, it is, it is cool to kind of see that kind of tear down of the idea of Batman, because when you bring it into a grounded setting, it's not okay. <laughs> like For sure. It, yeah. It, it becomes like, it becomes exactly that what Leslie sort of lays down. And I, I think that was a good way to introduce the character, like, because, you know, it, it makes the immediate statement, this is who we're dealing with. And this is how you should feel about the rest of the book and their actions and yeah. i think i think it also helps to build a profile not just for leslie or for the reader but i think for um detective wong right because mm-hmm. we have that information and we can see how she's picking apart things that make sense that don't make sense she's building a profile in her, herself and we can see we can see you know her working through that and how close it gets to the literal uh diagnoses that Leslie provides and and you know how that relates to the the crimes that are going on the the potential for an imposter how it relates back to even you know the um, uh, the wealthy of Gotham and all yeah. of that ties together so so cleanly I thought and uh Jordy Blair crushes top, top yeah top tier elite great great stuff she is I mean she's also like one of like the the, the biggest names I guess in coloring Yep. You know, at one point, maybe like, like, yeah, maybe like a year or two ago, it was like, what, what book isn't she doing? Uh, yeah, right. But like, she's at a point now where like she, like, there are select choices that she's on, and it's, it's real good. I don't know if she's typically done Sorrentino's coloring. I, I don't know about that. But um, the use of reds here is really good, which again is one of the prominent colors used in the Batman trailers and stuff like that, like the logo oh, and stuff. Sure. So even the coloring is, is kind of reminiscent of the, the, the Batman, even they even call him the Batman in this. So I like the, um, the use of uh, panels that would become black and white during action scenes. Yep. Um, the way that they highlight 
motion, the way that they highlight interactions. It's this great, it's this great um, dynamicism between both the art and the colors, because you get gunshots, you get punches, um, you get what else? Like literally, pretty much almost anything you can kind of think of that needs to be accentuated. A knife stab, like mm -hmm. you you use the beat and the color to identify. Okay, this is like action that's being done, and I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah, and also we got Ratcatcher in this as a little side character, which that was so cool. And they're born in the Ratcatcher Renaissance. He was he was in another book too. I think he was in that Arkham Arkham Asylum book by Danny. Oh, um, I believe Ratcatcher was in that as well. So let's go, let's go with this Ratcatcher love, even though it's not Ratcatcher two. <laughs> but you know, it's not like uh, no one left to left to fight two or Ratcatcher two. Like yeah. Um, if this is any indication of what we're getting for the the movie, kind of, kind of excited. Very gotta much, say, very much and it's so. and it's gonna be easy to to convince my my wife to see a Robert Pattinson movie. So, oh, is she not a fan of uh, Twilight. Oh, she was a huge fan. Oh, yeah. so I didn't. Or that other Robert Pattinson movie that's like a like a romance movie, and then at the end, it's it's it was like a surprise nine eleven movie the whole time. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like some romance movie where like at the end he just like either goes to work or they have like they're having like breakfast or something and then you just see the plane coming and it zooms out and it's Twin Towers and it's pardon the end the end of the movie like that's what yeah it's Buckwell I I don't know the name of the movie right now but I know Pattinson's in it that's crazy oh it's stealth 911 in a movie but yeah so the Batman should be fun yes the Batman should be fun I think. It, I agreed. If this was any indication, um, I'm absolutely excited for the book for for the movie because I think, you know, I, I think he's paced it well in a comic, and I feel like that's as much as it is different from a film. If he can do that effectively in this visual medium, I feel like that that can translate to an effective use in film. Could um, translate to an effective screenplay. Whether or not that sure. translates then into a film. There's a lot of other yeah, cooks in the kitchen between there and there. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, this is cool, man. I I'm definitely looking forward to issue two. Um, oh, we forgot to do our, 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 should we pick this up or should we trade weight? What, what are you doing on this one? Uh, this one to pick it up. Yeah. 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 I would say pick it up. Also, did you realize that there is a Batman long Halloween special coming out? Yes. In the back matter. You saw that? <laughs> the yeah. What? Yeah. Dude, Long Halloween's my favorite Batman story of all time. So, okay, I had this, I guess, discussion. That's too soft. I had this argument with Kale about... Uh, <laughs> Wait, a discussion with Kale? No, there's no such thing as a discussion with Kale. <laughs> you don't discuss with Kale. You, you, no. you battle him with his point. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, what's up with fucking Batman's head in that promo image? What's up with Tim Sale's art? Okay, uh, that's, that's Tim Sale art. No, I have I I have such a disrecollection of Tim Sale being so much cleaner than whatever this like maybe in in like Spider-Man Blue and stuff like that or it's Spider-Man yeah, Blue is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh but I I remember Long Halloween being like this. It's Really? Yeah. Have you read it? Long Halloween, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. I mean, he's also, you know, gotten older, so he doesn't really do many books nowadays. So it could be that, but I, this is what I, this is like, I look at this and I'm like, Oh, this is Tim sale. He's done a lot of covers, um, variants and stuff lately. Like that's where I remember seeing it. So, um, this is also a cover, so it could look different 
sure. smaller panels and stuff. But oh, dude, I did not know this was happening. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very much looking forward to it, and very much looking forward to issue two of this. I oh yeah, I did want to uh, just call out that I very much appreciated that it was a uh, double size issue. Um, I I'm assuming because it's a black label book and this is the precedent that the rest of these will likely be 48 page books. Uh, and if so, I'm not complaining. Yeah. Do we know how many issues like this would say? Do books ever tell us that anymore? Uh, I don't think they tell us that anymore on the cover. And just book one. That's yeah. how they described it. Oh yeah. If this is like a book one thing, it's probably three or five. If I had to guess. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. So you want to end with a Tom King book? <laughs> Yo, can we? Cause I'm very much excited about this final issue. I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. So let's okay. dive into Strange Adventures number 12, the finale. We've been waiting every other month for this book for the past uh, year. And it's finally here. Tom King, Mitch Drads, Evan Doc Shaner. What did you think, Tyler? I think, hmm, how do I put this? I'm trying to think of like if I, if this, where this ranks on like my Tom King DC that's fair. kind of thing uh we have um his batman run that's probably on the lower end of the spectrum but not as far as uh heroes in crisis that's crisis that's crisis. at the bottom it's top tier for you is that next to like uh onslaught with you no, 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 that's that's too high you can't touch that. Oh, okay all right that's a different scale that's, <laughs> it's like if you're doing a, a tier list there's like a s and there's just onslaught is this yeah, top tier yes yeah. uh triple ss Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. No, I mean, like, this is, um, like, this probably ranks up there with, like, Omega Man and Mr. Miracle is, like, some of the stuff that I really enjoy. I really okay. liked this series. And I think it probably will read even better as a whole story. Because the I, delays did hurt me a bit. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with that last point, that it'll read better in a collected edition. I have mixed feelings about this end Mm -hmm. particularly because of where and how it picks up it it picks up post so last issue spoiler yeah big spoiler spoiler adam strange is is killed in the last issue after an argument i don't i didn't think he was killed though that's the thing like in in that issue i so i read it over again right in in the issue it's it's left meant to be ambiguous but yeah coming into this issue it's confirmed yeah right away so like it was a bit you know jarring for him like i had to go back i'm like wait what what (laughs) did i miss something and and that's what i didn't like about it was that it it just cut right into okay where's Aaliyah? and then it cut into the world is saved and now i have to leave Aaliyah, who i spent this who we spent this whole um run on trying to save or figure out or locate understand the truth of um and I was I was a little frustrated. I think that's fair. Uh, I think there was a lot to kind of clean up in one issue. Yeah. Um, I think I think the jarring nature of uh, Adam Strange's death annoyed me a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think eventually I got over it um, because I realized the issue is, is mostly about um, realizing that he was not a not the you know action hero good guy that everyone thought he was you know and alana kind of realizing that throughout this issue as well um even even the cover is it's it's mr terrific's you know i guess portrait being pasted over adam strange like the original poster 
Yeah, and even like the number two is just written in, in, in next to the issue one, which is, I think, a nice little touch. Oh, I didn't even notice that. To make it issue 12, yeah. Wow. Um, so it's just him, this is Mr. Terrific kind of like overtaking Adam Strange as like the hero of the story. You know what he is. But I, I thought the, like, I know he kind of found where the picks were by the end of last issue and had a plan. But I think it, it's, they were this huge alien force that was unbeatable to the point where Adam Strange had to make that deal with them to even save, you know, ran and stuff like that. And then Alana and Terrific finish it in two pages. Yep, exactly. Um, I was a little annoyed. I think the pacing was a little too fast. I did really enjoy the character work, though. Agreed on the character work. And yes, very much the pacing was, I think, the biggest issue I had with it, where we just we we just totally overlook any kind of and and I, valid right i hear your point on adam strange not being the hero here but we miss this whole post her killing her husband right like yes she 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 in the last issue yeah found out that he was lying and found out that there you know that alia was alive all this culminated right her killing him but then she's just like, okay, cool. I'm back to business. And maybe that's her character. I think, I think that was established. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we get that bit where she's holding him. And like, I think that's our end to Adam Strange's story there. You know, like that's how he, that those were his final moments, not being a total shithead, but like being with the people he loved. Cause at the end of the day, that's really that what mattered to him, you know? Yeah. But everything ahead of the people he loves, um, which is, I guess, heroic in a sense, but it's this weird gray area um, that Tom King loves, uh, even if it means a bit of war, war crime goes in there. But you know, <laughs> well, who doesn't like a little war crime? Yeah, I mean, you can have a little war crime as a treat. Uh, that's <laughs> Tom King to any of his protagonists. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I think, I think that aside, to your point, the character work here done was pretty good. I the my my other criticism is Alana just dropping Aaliyah being like, okay, I can't be a mother to my daughter who I literally killed my husband over. And I've been with her 20 minutes. You take her, you need her more. Uh, yeah. But I also think she realizes that she's not a good person either. And, and, and like, hmm. Uh, like her, her daughter is, is needs some needs a hero and she's not it, you know? And it also gives Mr. Terrific, you know, that thing that he's missing, which like his whole thing is like, he, he lost his daughter and, and wife, you know? So they, you they need each other. Him. Sure. You don't want it, but sometimes you don't get what you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and w- which it, it's like, they both fill a void in each other. Um, and there's, a re- I think that's a really good beat where, um, uh, Elia meets Mr. Terrific and she's like, I like this guy. It's a nice man. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that's what they're trying to tell here. Like who, who, who really is the good person of the story. And I think it's, it's Mr. Terrific fair play guy. Um, yeah, but also, question, though. no, that's fair. Yeah, I don't think it's whether or not he was a good guy was the question. It's just, it was Adam Strange a good guy? Mm. Uh, and he was the foil to that, really. Um, I 
really did like though the shader art turning into like he gets up to the point where issue one happened yeah yeah that was cool. when it was jared's art so i did like the the kind of the, the the coming full circle with the the past and present art that we were so confused about by by issue four you know um because i forget how like this was like a book that everyone's like yo what's happening here for like six issues mm-hmm. yeah very much so well, so we're still trying to figure out you know the the war crime shit so yeah, you're figuring out like what's the point of these two artists? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah it's like wh- which artist is going to show us the war crime? Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> um, I do recommend uh, check out Tom King's Supergirl. It's pretty good. It's uh, it's uh, Bilkis Evely on art, which is oh, oh, so good. Matt Lopez on colors. Yeah, it's real good stuff. It's very good stuff. I, Tom King gets the artist. He gets the artist, but dude, that book is too much like just, <laughs> it's so i'm reading i'm reading a novel it's like reading swamp thing or sandman no but no <laughs> <laughs> no it's, it's a sure sure i, I think Gross. it's a, it's a fun, we're not talking about supergirl but i think that's a fun you know storytelling device in that story i, I mean at least i'm not reading anything else like it so can't really hate it or, or, or love it fair enough it's pretty um, but yeah, uh, I think it just in line with your comment on the art, the, this, this book is always a visual showcase. Mr. Yeah. It's always doing the best stuff as is Doc Shainer. There's that one page where they're on Ron and, uh, it's Shainer on art and they're just kissing as there's like, Oh yeah. Falling star page 17. Um, awesome, awesome stuff. Like that's going to be like a print at a con. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, um, I did you ever did you read um you ever check out Doc Shainer's uh, Johnny Quest? No, but I I've seen yeah, it's it's pretty stuff. Shainer is one of my favorites, and so is Jared's. And it and it's cool to see how uh, their art is very different from each other. Yeah, Jared's is much more down to earth, um, dirtier, grimier. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I know Jared's from a Punisher run years ago. Like that's the kind of art that Jared's does. Well, well, Shaner is very classic, almost like Saturday morning cartoon sort of yep. thing going on. Very much um, speaks from Darwin Yeah, and they're very different from each other. So seeing them kind of you know play back and forth in this was a really interesting run, and a, and it worked strangely <laughs> very well. Um, so it's kind of see that that part definitely landed for me at least. So. Yeah, uh, I think for for this one, you know, it uh, it wraps up a story that we've all, I think, been very excited about. There were some highs, there were some lows. Um, I think in the middle, like the beginning, maybe I want to say the f- issues four to to seven. I know on the pals when we were doing them on the, on the main show, <laughs> a lot of contention. Yeah, and I think I think a lot paid off, and for me. It stuck the landing. I think there were ways to have done it a bit cleaner and potentially maybe one more issue. Yeah, maybe one more issue. Just yeah. like, like to really just make sure you had the time to tie up your loose ends, but or make this longer. Like give me 30. Yeah, double sized. Yeah. yeah. Give us a, a Batman imposter size issue. So yeah. I think I think that would have made this the the cherry on top. Um, yeah. I will say great performance by Olivia Munn. Can't wait to see what she's in next. 
she really helped. Super excited that. for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Congrats on the baby. Uh, oh, she had a. Oh yeah, with uh, John Mulaney. Yeah, that's uh, having a kid. Yeah, that's not problematic. I mean, hey, I ain't gonna judge someone's you know life. I mean, hey, congrats to John Mulaney. <laughs> I guess. I guess you know. Um, <laughs> just just come back to just give me more Attack of the Show, Olivia. If you got if you're you know not busy, I know Attack of the Show is coming back. G Four is coming back. You know, let's let's do some of that. But, Get that rolling. No, yeah, check this out. It's uh. It, I would so pick it or pull it doesn't matter. This is the final issue. If you're not pulling it already, what are you doing? Yeah. But at, at for the trade, I would say pick this up to trade. Yep. Um, this will be a, a fun trade. I think it's definitely a, a fun weekly book because it was so like obtuse early on. Mm-hmm. Um, so having not having that baggage and that kind of uh, thing to fight against while reading it and just being able to read it as a full story, I'm kind of excited to do that. So. Yeah, this is well worth. I think if you've you've been following the story and been following us, I think it's worth the reread. I'm definitely going to do that. Yep. Um, and I, I I have been for something that we've been working on for the pals. So ideally, that's going to come out soon. Um, but yeah, this is this is definitely worth it in terms of uh, just just catching the things that maybe you didn't at the beginning and being like, that's how they played out. Yeah. And uh, Tom King's Human Target coming out soon too. So oh, with yes. with Greg Smallwood. Ooh, dude. Oh. That's with JLI in it too. Uh, so Tom King is can be controversial. You know, it, there, there's a lot going on with Tom King <laughs> in terms of his his storytelling and yeah, yeah. you know what what we've mentioned and stuff like that. But guy's got the form down pretty good. <laughs> like he it, has it, he has it, and his artists never disappoint. Yeah, yeah. So. Human target, ready for that. We'll talk about that on the show when that comes out. Yes, very much yep. so. So stay tuned for when that comes out. Stay tuned for our uh, oh, our books next week. What do you what do you pulling, Tyler? Oh yeah, I had this open. Uh, I'm pulling. I'm um, I'm yanking. What am I yanking next week? Oh, I just had this up. A trial of Magneto is up next week, so that's uh, number really? three. Yeah, trial of Magneto number three is out. Uh, Catwoman in Lonely City, a new black label book. Uh, that's just a Cliff Chang Catwoman story. So, you know, I'm all about that. And then I'm also uh, excited for Not All Robots from AWA Yay. by that's Mark Russell. Three? Issue three is next week. Yes. very. Exciting. Mark Russell and Mike Diagiano Jr. Um, uh, two uh, creators that I would not have paired together, uh, but it works. It's very good well. stuff. Yeah. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Oh, and look oh, at that. Cat alert. There he is. Up oh. the end. Yep. Oh, you're on time, dude. You really, you really worked that one out, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> he was waiting. He was waiting in the corner. Is, is, is it there? Is it there? Yeah, it's, it's, we're at an hour yet? Yeah. Is it going to eat? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and on my end, I'm picking up Made in Korea number five. So this is going to be the last issue uh, by Jeremy Holt and George Shaw. So definitely check it out. We've been reviewing these series for our wednesday reviews which covers all of the image books so definitely stay tuned for next week we will be dropping a review day and date and yeah been loving this series can't wait for what happens next in this uh finale uh at least from what we've been told and i think i can divulge this a season one so next Mm. arc next arc forthcoming man everyone's doing the seasons lately with these comics huh i I don't hate it i don't don't hate it it. no way i don't hate it um 
the the other book that I'm picking is uh, a Joe Hill Hill House book. Actually, I've I've been pulling all of the DC horror titles, and I've been having a lot of fun. Actually, did you pick up Soul Soul Plumber? Soul, I think it was um, last week's last, one. Whatever, it's, whatever it was last week, I picked it up. It's by the guys who do um uh a last podcast on the left. Uh, which is like a, I don't know how to describe that podcast. They talk about like supernatural shit and, you know, murders and ghosts and mothmen and they're nuts. Um, yeah. But are you picking up a refrigerator full of heads? I am. Yes, sir. Am. Refrigerator full of heads. Definitely, definitely looking forward to it. This is, is this a sequel to basket full of heads. Oh, I don't know. That'd be funny. Um, what does it say? Because it's it's not Joe Hill on writing duty. No, it's Rio Ewers um, with Tom Fowler. Okay. Ooh, Tom Fowler's good, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Fowler. That's good stuff. Um, so yes, that's, that's something to look forward to. And I did pick up Soul Plumber. Yeah. Okay. Read it yet, but yeah, I haven't uh, read it. I, I picked it up too. I haven't haven't read it yet either. Uh, and uh, is there anything else? Um, I want to say Ants number one is coming out next week from Image Comics. Uh, Oh, yeah. This is uh, the the old. Yeah, it's Eric Larson. That's right. Yes. Um, Okay. Yeah. He, I guess, is taking over this book, which was ran in the 90s. Matt told me about this book, obviously, which was was a super sus book. It was like a 13 year old girl and they like drew her like this and it was not okay. Um, (laughs) Larson kind of took over the book and like got the rights for it. So do you you hear that, Tyler? Is that Japan calling? Is that? No. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I, I would like to see what Larson could do with this. So, okay, for sure. Um, and if you would like to continue to see what we can do with this, definitely tune in next week for the next set of reviews that we drop on Thursdays again. And uh, check out the main show. As always, drops every Monday on all your podcast hosting services, uh, as well as YouTube if you want to look at us. Oh, Tyler. Yeah, uh, get ready for Journey into Mist and to Quistery, uh, episode three, coming, I believe, the 23rd. Uh, I got married. I had a honeymoon. So September kind of... Uh, kind of shot there yeah he was allowed to take uh, off yeah yeah uh but uh kind of make it trying to make something spooky right now i'm trying to work on some kind of weird program to make a weird round but uh it's not really working for me right now but i have plans to make it a little spookier themed so there you go stay tuned for- i'm gonna force everyone to come in costume that'd be a dick move <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so much fun you know what funny enough october uh, i mean halloween is the 31st and it, it is a sunday this year yeah, I'm I'm busy on Halloween itself, so this this why that's why I'm, I'm I don't want to force people to like talk about comic books on Halloween. You know? <laughs> when they should, they should be getting dr- drunk and uh, getting uh, uh, disorderly conduct uh, tickets. tickets tickets for that. Citations, I don't citations citations. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's what I that's that's what I think people should be doing. <laughs> well, if you don't want to get a citation with us, definitely <laughs> tune in, subscribe. Uh, Check us out all over, as I mentioned at the top, uh, the Comics Pals on all social media platforms. And stay tuned for next week. This for Tyler has been the Comics Pals. Bye-bye, guys. See you.